from the Greater Omaha Chamber in partnership with the Hyder College of Business at Creighton University. It's Lead Together, conversations to connect you and elevate all of us. A podcast to introduce you to successful leaders and inspire the leader within you. And one day my wife, uh, who worked at Sprint, said, uh, if you won the lottery, what would you do? And I said, well, I'd go back and become a college professor. And I said it just, I mean, without any thought, I mean, what would you do? And I said that immediately. And that haunted me for the next month or two as I thought, why did I say that just so quickly? Um, And I realized that's really kind of what I really wanted to do. Thank you for listening to Lead Together. I'm your host, Todd Darnold. Today, we're talking with Dr. Anthony Hendrickson, who spent the first decade of his career in corporate positions before following his lottery winning dream. No, he didn't really win the lottery of becoming a college professor. He received his Ph.D. from the University of Arkansas, spent time at UNLV, as well as Iowa State before joining Creighton in 2005 as dean of the Hyder College of Business. I enjoyed talking with Tony because, of course, he's my boss and because he's been a great mentor of mine over the last 10 years of my academic career. Who is one person that's been especially influential in your life and what lessons did you learn from them? How did they help you grow? Well, undoubtedly probably the person that uh, I guess good or bad, influenced me the most was my grandfather. Uh, He's been uh, deceased for many years now, but um, uh, I grew up with my grandparents, and um, uh, so he was very influential in my life. I remember sitting uh, down with my grandmother in their kitchen uh, on the day of their 47th wedding anniversary. And my grandmother said something to me that I'll never forget. She um, she was reflecting on the 47 years of marriage and the things that have happened and occurred to them. And she said, you know, uh, we all have our faults and, and, you know, grandpa has his faults. But I can say this. I've in 47 years, I've never known that man to tell a lie, mm-hmm. not to me, not to anyone. Right. And. You know, so despite all the things you could say about a person, that always stuck with me that, you know, my my grandfather was a person who was somewhat brutally honest with you if, mm-hmm. if need be, but, but, but he would never sugarcoat it or never uh, tell a white lie. It was mm-hmm. always very much the facts. Tony went on to tell about a difficult time in his life when his grandfather gave him very direct advice. No sugarcoating and no lying. So growing up, I had a best friend that uh, we played baseball together, football together. We boxed together. We did just about everything. And and um, when I went off to college, uh, he didn't go to college. He did some other things. And uh, when I was a sophomore in college, um, I got a call that he had committed suicide. Uh, I knew that I needed to go see his parents. Um but that was the last thing I really mm-hmm. wanted to do. And my grandfather put his hand on my shoulder and said, you know, I know this is really difficult, but life is full of difficult things. And sometimes you just have to do things that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, I know you don't want to, but you have to go see them. Mm-hmm. And, and he was right. It was difficult, but it was the right thing to do. And uh, it was necessary. And 
you know, I'm certainly glad to this day that I went. Um, but that's what stuck with me is that life is like that. There are times that you have to do things that you don't want to do. But part of being an adult and a responsible person is that you grapple with the things that are difficult and, and, and you do the things sometimes that you don't want to do. So how do you measure success? And uh, are there any stories that exemplify when you realized you were successful and, and how you reacted to that? You know, uh, I think I think success is different for every person. And I think it's unique because I think we're all given different gifts mm -hmm. uh, and, and abilities. And so um, I've, I know for one, and I'm not unique in that I'm drawn to people who've overachieved. Mm -hmm. People who do more than what would be typical with their God-given talents and abilities. And, and I think the takeaway there was not how much you achieved, but how much did you do with what you were given? Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's the real measure is because we've all been given something different. But am I maximizing what I've been been given? That's in, in my mind, the true measure of success. I asked Tony for insights about maximizing our natural talents. And if you listen to our episode with Kate and Sandy Dodge, you may notice a similar theme. We are influencing and communicating all the time. Self-awareness is still something I think every leader needs to, to work on to, to be aware of how others are seeing them. And, and because we're all influencing people, you gotta be aware of that. Mm -hmm. and, and failing to do that means you're having potentially detrimental influence because you're influencing people rightly or wrongly, but you're not maybe doing it in the way that you would like to do it because you haven't really become aware of that. Mm -hmm. So I would say make yourself be vulnerable. Make yourself available. I asked Tony our favorite lead together question. When was a time you led with your heart without leaving your head behind? And I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised by his response related to the academic tenure process. Quick explanation. When tenure is granted, a professor gains specific rights to pursue academic research without fear of termination. Some call it the ultimate job security. So as you can imagine, the qualifications for earning tenure are complex and the decision to grant it is not taken lightly. I appreciate Tony's thoughtful and maybe a bit rebellious approach. Most people would would verify this, especially my wife. I'm not a rule follower. I don't like rules. Um, I like guidelines because I think that guidelines tell you, give you some sense of where you're supposed to be. But hard and fast rules always seem like to me that it eventually with a hard and fast rule, you, you reach a fork in the road in which you wish you had the ability to, to lead and make a decision that is more heartfelt than rule driven. Mm -hmm. But the good news I feel about that is um, I, I don't lay my head on the pillow at night wondering what if. So now that you've reached a point where, you know, by most measures you'd be successful, and I, I think you would say that you've been successful, what do you wish you knew, you know, 20 years ago when you were starting down these, this path? Um, I probably wish that I would have been uh, more willing to take some risk mm -hmm. in some, some areas. Uh, 
you know, I think most of us, uh, we don't take risks because we fear failure. Mm -hmm. And it's only when you're, when you're my age and gray that you realize, you know what? You're going to fail anyway, so you might as well take those ones, you know, you, you spent so much of your time trying to avoid failure that you sometimes didn't take risks because you thought that it was, uh, that's difficult, so I, I, I might not try that because I don't want to fail. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, once you understand, well, I'm probably going to fail anyway, all right, then maybe I should go for the brass ring and and and. Try it. Uh-huh. Well, the worst that happens to me, I fail and do something else. Right. Go for the brass ring. If you're not familiar with that saying, it means to strive for the highest prize and live life to its fullest. I believe in that wisdom, and I believe Tony's moment of clarity, his moment when he realized he wanted to become a professor, was him going for the brass ring. And now he knows that was a risk worth taking. If you enjoyed this conversation, please subscribe to Lead Together, leave a review, and tell your friends. Thanks to all of you for listening, and thank you to the Greater Omaha Chamber and the Hyder College of Business at Creighton University for supporting this podcast. Remember, we don't coast, we lead together. This podcast was produced by Liz Kerrigan with help from Linda Schaefer, Jill Bruckner, and Peter Burno. I'm your host, Todd Darnold, and we look forward to our next conversation.